Someone has to be in charge. It's on a rare occasion that you find a strong, charismatic leader that people truly love to follow. And, while there are millions of followers out there, a subject I'll get to in a moment, the number of intelligent followers are also rare. Where do strong leaders come from? Well, initially, they were intelligent followers. As Napoleon Hill noted in his book, Think and Grow Rich, it's no disgrace to be a follower. Most great leaders began in the capacity of followers. They became great leaders because they were intelligent followers. With few exceptions, the person who cannot follow a leader intelligently cannot become an efficient leader. The person who can follow a leader most efficiently is usually the person who develops into leadership more rapidly. No matter how often you might hear the phrase, That person is a born leader. I can assure you that leaders are not born. Babies are born. Leaders are made. Intelligent followers follow the leader. And in many cases, they become the leader. Granted, some folks have a certain energy about them. We call it charisma. We say we're drawn to them, that they have an ability to forward march the masses, whoever those masses might be. But charisma isn't a genetic thing. It's not something they picked up in a junior college class. It's not even a learned trait. Charisma is simply the manifestation of a person who is on purpose in his or her life and whose thoughts and actions are in harmony with the laws of their being. He has a purpose that he will not sway from. She has a vision that drives her out of bed in the morning and happily consumes her waking moments. They have set goals for themselves that not only excite them, but also keep them moving forward and acting until those goals are accomplished and that vision is realized. When you meet people who know their purpose, you sense a calm about them. While they might have frenetic moments from time to time, they're not frantic because they know what they're supposed to be doing and they're doing it. A strong leader understands his or her purpose, and it's from that purpose that this person develops a vision for his life. In the new Lead the Field seminar, I mentioned that the effective leader must be a strong originator. That person must be able to originate a constructive idea, concentrate on that idea, and to reject any other idea that is presented to them that would not aid in the manifestation of the original idea. That's purpose. As I've mentioned in one of the past issues of the Freedom Series, Purpose, Vision, and Goals, purpose gives meaning to why you're doing what you're doing. Once you've found your purpose, you express it by creating and maintaining a vision. Vision is what you do with your life. Vision is the strategy behind the fulfillment of your purpose. You accomplish this strategy by creating several short-term goals to keep you on course. If you, yourself, are having difficulty ascertaining what exactly your purpose and vision is, I would suggest you go to our website, thefreedomseries.com, and order a back issue of the CD, Purpose, Vision, and Goals. In fact, if you're currently following a leader and you've begun to have doubts about his or her purpose and vision, that CD will help you to get back on track. I would like to discuss why leaders fail. We've all come across people 
who've either self-appointed themselves or have been appointed to a leadership role, and they're terrible leaders. While there may be a variety of reasons behind their struggle or failure, understand that the primary issue here lies in the fact that they're what I call wafflers. They're indecisive. They waffle on their vision. They're not locked on their purpose. They might not even know their purpose. They're distracted by smaller minds and smaller ideas. Strong leaders live from the inside out. Weak leaders live from the outside in. The weak leader's thought, you see, is not linked to purpose. James Allen once said, Until thought is linked with purpose, there is no intelligent accomplishment. Without purpose and vision, your thoughts might as well be dust mites that float in the midday sun. When purpose and vision is lacking, there's no order. And order is heaven's first law. When you begin to follow a leader, don't allow yourself to follow blindly. You are not put on this earth to be a blind follower. So ask the intelligent followers questions. Is there a purpose here? What is it? Is there a vision here? What is it? Is it written down? There needs to be a unified agreement on a purpose. When I say unified agreement, I mean that you must first explore this leader's purpose and vision and then decide if it fits for you. Is it in harmony with your own purpose and vision for your life? Does it run in parallel course? If the answer is yes, then you're in unified agreement. This is a leader you want to follow, and it's a very good chance this leader is a strong leader for you and your aims in life. All of this has to be settled before you start the trip together. Don't choose a leader because you think your goal is similar. That's not enough. If you've ever seen the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with Steve Martin and John Candy, you've seen a perfect example of two gentlemen who thought they had the same goal. They both wanted to get to Chicago in time for Thanksgiving. Never mind that they were complete strangers, and never mind that they were complete opposites in road trip behavior, car rental behavior, hotel rooming habits, or even choice of road trip songs they'd prefer to sing. It was only after they started the trip that they realized that one shared goal wasn't enough to get them through a painless and effortless excursion to Chicago. As weather delays mounted on overbooked planes, unavailable rental cars, shabby motels, and hitchhiking disasters with very strange people, their ability to work together as a team quickly unraveled. Steve Martin had allowed himself to fall into the blind follower mode not even realizing until the end of the movie that his purpose and vision for arrival in Chicago wasn't even a similar blip on John Candy's radar screen. John Candy had an entirely different purpose and vision, and had from the very start. Now, being in the middle of a road trip with your appointed leader is not the time to start discussing where you're going and why. This needs to be discussed and resolved at the first proverbial gas station, before you're even out of the town limits. Otherwise, you've relegated yourself to blind follower, and a blind follower will constantly find himself frustrated and denied his goals while his life, sadly, continues to slip on by. It's not about your leader's goals. It's bigger than that. Oddly enough, your goals don't have to be the same, but the purpose and vision between strong leader and intelligent follower should be in harmony. Now, of course, very rarely will you find someone with 
the exact same purpose and identical vision to yours. We're not created as a beautiful and unique beings to simply fall into that sort of line. But as you open yourself up to the potentiality of finding those followers or leaders, you'll discover a host of people whose purpose and vision lies in sync with yours. As an example, I currently work with an enormous organization that has attracted thousands of members around the world. Now, the leader of this organization understands his vision, consistent member growth and member retention. Through this achievement of vision, his purpose is achieved. A million-strong membership that increases health and financial abundance in tens of millions of people. If you're a member of this organization, you might have a goal to increase your income by a certain amount every year or month. Another member might have a goal to increase his own membership line, his increasing member growth for himself and his organization. Still, another member might be focused on providing service and support to her own membership line because retention builds additional member growth and financial increase. These members might have different goals, but their vision is right in sync with their leaders, member growth and member retention. And because their vision is in sync, they're actually helping their leader achieve his purpose. As Leo Tolstoy so elegantly put it, power from the standpoint of experience is merely the relation that exists between the expression of someone's purpose and the execution of that purpose by others. Tolstoy was right. As Napoleon Hill said, leadership calls for power, and power calls for cooperation. If you're currently a follower, I'd like you to think for a moment about the various leaders you have in your life right now. This doesn't necessarily have to be.